Hey gang, what's up guys? Whoever's listening to this, this is the official year three of Leave Johnson at Burning Man telling you the only news you can trust from the Almost Naked News Network. All right, get ready. Here we go. So Burning Man, right? A lot of news, a lot of drama. Like I fucking love the virality that occurred from this and like the media is just like so epic and the floods and like all that shit yeah of course you know i'm not even gonna get too much into that media wise because you saw it you've been on tiktok it's hilarious um but i'm more here to describe like what a privilege it is to get to go to a place like burning man Black Rock City, the playa, all synonymous, right? You get to go to this place where everyone is so jazzed to be there. Like, I remember being in Bali, like, during college, and I, like, lived in Bali for a while, and I remember it felt like everyone was having the best day of their lives. Like, you really are out there, and it's like, everybody, it takes so much to get there, you know? Like, you have to fly, drive, like, pack up all the stuff. Like, we even packed, like, a litter box. Like, are we going to have bathrooms out there? We literally packed a litter box. You know, shit like that. Like, you really are the art of survival, planning out how you're going to handle whatever comes at you, which a lot of times is, like, bad. You know, a lot of bad things happen out there, like, it, which only highlights the major wins, you know? Like, the highs are high, the lows are low, but, like, the highs are so high, so, like, it's fine, you know? everyone's having the best day of their lives everyone takes so much time to get out there when you're there you've earned it like hardcore earned it so i think that the weather towards the end like made everyone want to party more because they're like damn we really have to earn the joy because the lows were low like people's tents were fully flooded i we were like sleeping in a car like I was trying to look sexy, you know, like I'm wearing this like cheetah outfit turned into a cheetah trash bag Balenciaga fall winter 2024 um, full expression garbage white trash experience, which is fucking great. I mean, what I think that the weather did in addition to highlighting everyone trying to make use of all the money they spent to be there and trying to make use of like having the best time ever which is the standard experience out there in addition with a lot of hell and a lot of shit you know i think it really leveled the playing field because it took all of the severe influencers which i think are bitching out there like it's really every kind of person is out there from elon musk to someone that you don't think like can afford a, bo- a box of cereal who's like actually turns out to be a brilliant billionaire that you would never have even known. It takes everybody, throws them into a blender and then pulls them out all the same. <laughs> you know, like we all were in the same muck. We're all in the same mess. You, typically that's the burner experience, right? Like you're all out there and you're trying to survive the elements together. But you know, there's some really nice camps. There's some really, really like ultra ultra luxe burner experiences and this one was just like yo we're all on the same journey no one's that sexy no one's that baller because your bike doesn't work your art car doesn't work nothing works and it just allowed for the party to become that much doper in my opinion because we're all like trudging through the rain then you find a party and you walk into this tent for example one night 
this is my favorite night one of them i had such i had so many epic nights out there it was also my birthday but this night was a special one right so me and shab god bless her an angelic creature who i've known for so many years over 10 or 12 years has always been a big sis to me has always been a very very special person to me her first burn i convinced her to come with me she agrees we get out there and it's like hilarious and crazy. She did so amazing. I'm so proud of her and I love her deeply. Um, we wake up and we're like, yo, let's go hit the road. Let's explore. So we start exploring. We're in trash bags. We are, we leave our camp at like 11 a.m. We explore all of the playa, like all of the art. We're climbing shit. We're on an art car. We're dancing. I'm running into all these people I know that I really only get to see out there, which is like so special. And we're having the sickest time ever, right? Then it's getting dark. She's like, yo, leave. Like, I'm freezing cold. I'm bailing. I'm like, I totally get that. I don't have it in me to go back yet. I'm just still riding on the storm. I'm wearing a bikini and two trash bag pants that actually look like kind of dope. I run into Aspen and Dawson, who are the superhuman superpower weapons of Burning Man. Thank God they're my friends. I love them so fucking much. I run into them. We're at the camp. Lexi's there, who's an absolute superstar, Olympic swimmer weapon. We are all together. And we go to this, like, sick, like, vampire rave. So, like, we all, like, pack. We're in our shit. I, at this point, like, hadn't eaten all day. They, like, feed me. They put jackets on me. Like, I am, like, kind of a wook at this point. They're, like, really being there for me and, like, making me have the best time ever. Um, I'm eating a bar, I'm drinking some tequila, we're vibing, right? Then we go to this vampire rave that legit sounds like Zoo X Vampire X Bougie Dungeon. And it's like raging, absolutely raging inside. And everyone's just like kind of like trauma bonding over this insane weather outside. The storm's a brewing hardcore. It's already been raining for like two days. No one can leave. The weather... Uh, the what the burning the Black Rock City radio is like our only form of information, right? And it's saying shelter in place, do not leave. The gates are closed. People are saying like you will be fined. There's rumors going around. There's an Ebola outbreak. Like there's rumors that people are dying. Like we're kind of like damn, and we don't really know anything. I finally get service, and I get like an injection of text messages upwards of like 300 thank you everybody for reaching out and it was my birthday too super special just saying like girl this is a fema national emergency sip of tea i had no idea it was that serious i really didn't and i was like oh damn let's let's party you know because then our camp so that night happens we're out all night having the best time ever Another time, another night, Nate, who is the reason we escaped Burning Man. This is a very, very great story. <laughs> okay, so Nate, you guys all know him, my best friend, respect the funk, hardcore legend, probably one of the most creative people I've ever met on this earth. So grateful for him. He made my birthday so special. Like, we're at Polo and Pan. We're dancing. We're having the best time. Like, I'm just, I just love him. He gave me the most beautiful birthday speech that I've ever heard. Love you, Nate. Bottom of my heart. Love our crew. Bottom of my heart. So special. So, our escape plan. So, it's Sunday. 
we shop and i were like we're in on thursday night and we're out on saturday after the man room like i had a short strike mission i'm in the middle of a bunch of projects i was like we're in we're out ha ha not gonna happen right we're locked we have the we we basically think we're gonna be there till wednesday the rumors going around that no one's leaving until wednesday nate and his crew my crew all of us we look at each other and they decide it's time to bounce sunday around you know 11 or 12 we're packing up the camp camp butter who's fucking fantastic they're kind of looking at us like you guys can't leave kind of like a pandemic moment right like who's wearing their mask type friction you know we decide it's time to go nate goes out on an exploratory mission to see what we're going to encounter on our way out he's on his bike He's gone for an hour. We're all around the camp like, is he okay? Did the mud gods pull him deeper into the soil? Which is something that was happening. Like a quicksand moment. <coughs> Still a little sniffly after all this experience. Um, Nate comes back. He gathers us all in a circle. And he is out of breath. He is huffing and puffing, and he's like, all right, guys, it's man versus playa out there. It's a war zone. If we want to leave, we need to follow a distinct path, or we're getting stuck, and we will be stuck until Thursday, until some tow truck or some shit can come get us. So we're like, all right. He's like, I know the way out. And we're like, okay. So... I asked him to drive my car. He does. We all follow each other out. We're driving through camps. We're avoiding main roads. There are semi-trucks buried deep, like eight tires, full buried, door not opening because mud dried around the wheel well and the door up to the window. Like, it is a war zone. People are getting tired. People are getting cold. People are getting hungry. You know, like... And I've been at Burning Man until, like, Tuesday. Like, I know what the burn is like when you've been there for too long. And it's demon mode. Like, there's people siphoning gas out of your car. Like, it gets demon. It gets, like, end of the world. And it gets rad. Like, if you want to hang with it, it's fucking rad. But it's, like, gnar, you know? So I was like, I know how this is going to be. And, like, Shab and I, God bless her. God bless me. Like, we're warriors on the storm for sure. But, like, hey, like, we're two girls, you know? Like, I'm not going to let our, our crew and our homies, guys, like Lifeline, <laughs> get out there without us. So I was like, all right, we're in this. We're in a two-wheel drive vehicle. They said if you drive a two-wheel drive vehicle out and you get stuck, you are totally on your own. We're like, okay, let's do this. Anyways, we start driving out. We're going through camps. People are yelling, don't leave. We're like, okay, keep going, keep going. We escape through this back gate we're following a prius i'm like this prius has some big balls and has got this let's follow them nate is fucking driving (coughs) we go through this crazy river like like the tigris and euphrates dare i say like the cradle of civilization river like marsupial primal river we go through this fucking river our car becomes completely engulfed 
in water, like gnarly mud water, like the gnarliest, darkest shit ever. <laughs> it completely engulfs our car. And if you slow down, you risk being stuck forever. So Nate is just like blind, flying blind, continuously will not press on the on the brake. I see two cars in front of us that we're looking very close to crashing into. We do not hit the cars. However, we do sn- like snake and like fishtail like crazy until I yell at Nate to stick his head out the window because we cannot find the windshield wipers. Big problem. Sticks us out the window. He can see. We're good. We're inches from another vehicle. We're fine. And then all of a sudden, we hit the freeway. That was our exit. We're done. We're out. And we made it and we're like screaming. We're cheering. We survived the storm. We survived a FEMA disaster. Like, it really wasn't that bad. To be, to be fair with you guys. But it was awesome. It was like so bitching. And the most, well, the biggest thing for me is I love how Burning Man like brings out the primal instincts in people. Like it really does. It's to me it's the sweet escape. Like it's the great escape from work, from like, you know, like always just hustling, like making shit happen. Like when you're out there, it's kind of like you're left of course you're still working, but you're left to the will of the playa in a lot of ways, okay? And I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but the playa decides and you provide. That's how I feel like it should be because like what happens out there is going to happen and it's like how you really band together, how you make the magic come out of it, how you see the light in it, how you like what your crew does and like it's cool how people react out there because it's it's different and like I love the primal primordial radicalness of it all you know like it's such a special treat and to even the most wonderful thing about being out there in my opinion is everyone who's out there gives a fuck to be out there like they really do and this is very important to them and this is once a year experience and you come back every year which makes it even more of a ceremonial reunion you know like that reunion that moment the build the gnarliness, the primal instincts of it all. Like, it's really dope because everyone out there cares and they're committed and the immediacy, I talked about in, my, in last year, like the immediacy of, of action, you know, like you're forced to act and react with just in an innate, instinctual way. Like you pull up and how you react in that moment is how you react you know, without like inhibitions or anything. Like it's just you acting purely and encountering humanity in those amazing like microseconds. And that is fucking awesome too. Like seeing everyone that I saw out there this year, I had so many amazing moments with Goldfish who for me, like Goldfish changed my life this year. And what Freedom Fest did change the way I view the world in so many ways the community coming together, the success of that event, the experiential, you know, moments of that event, the stage, like MACDIV, like all of those people that made Freedom Fest happen, like have changed my life, have changed the perspective of my life, have like almost brings me to tears. Like that event has done so much for the way I view the world 
and how we're going to continue to view the world and how we're going to do SantaCon and what SantaCon can be. This is a big surprise, but I'll tell you guys if you're listening, this year SantaCon's taking over the entirety of Belmont Park. The rides are included in your ticket. Our stages are bigger. Mactive's coming in with the big guns. Like we are going to really go big on talent. We have a big budget. Like it's Freedom Fest changed my life and a big piece of that was Goldfish who committed so much to that show. They showed up, they killed it, and they played Book and Mirage the next night. Like to have that, to have that comparison and how hard they went for us was equivalent to how hard they went at Brooklyn Mirage for 30,000 people. Like that says so much to their character. They're true performers. They're truly committed to what they do. They love what they do. The expression on their faces is obvious, it's clear. And Dave and Dom, I love you guys. You are legends of the playa, legends of the burn. Thank you for everything you've done. We will continue to push the needle in San Diego and we are going to have a really, really epic year. I'm just so grateful. It just feels awesome that I get to go into the burn 27. I get to come out 28. Last year I had to go in 26 and come out 27. And what the burn has sparked off in terms of creativity for me is so, so massive. Like I just look at this last year and I dedicate a lot of that to being at Burning Man and seeing what's possible. You know, you see art that you didn't know was even like every everything that I see out at Burning Man is like seeing something for the first time. Like I have that amount of wonderment, you know, where you see something for the first time and your mouth is open and your eyes are big and you're just like, wow, like really amazed by creativity, amazed and blown away. And like, how rare is that that we see something for the first time multiple times in one day, you know? That's what's really fucking cool. And, you know, my goal and greatest ambition in this life, truly, through Almost Nakey, is to get to awaken that sense of childhood wonderment around the holidays. Because, let me put, let me spell this out here. Christmas. You remember when you put out cookies for Santa and you knew he, you were waiting all night and you knew he was going to come and deliver presents and you knew he was going to drink the milk and maybe he was going to kiss your mom and maybe he was going to leave footprints on the, on, the, on the carpet and the reindeer were probably going to eat the Cheerios and like you had this like amazing sense of like crazy childhood wonderment, you know, like really, really committed to this vision and this dream and all that came with that the music and the stories and and the family and like you loved all of these things they were so important to you and as we get older you know I can admit you that you know Santa's not real and do I have to go see my you know do I have to do this like do I need to put on the matching jammies whatever but like those moments where all that creativity and all that love is is so triggered by Christmas, you know? And like, if I get to take a holiday like Christmas and awaken that again, like that to me is what life is all about. That's where we feel our most alive. That's where we feel our most fully expressed. That's where we feel our community at its strongest. That's where we're, you know, open to love and receiving love and giving it and being so alive in that feeling, you know? So if I can do that at Christmas and if I can do that, because a Christmas is a vehicle to feeling that, you know? And if I can do that at Freedom Fest and remind you that you love the smell of sunscreen, a copper tone is when you were a child and you loved eating hot dogs and 
all your 4th of July glasses and, and bikinis and all those things and you on the beach with your family and jumping in the water and going under and getting water up your nose and like on your boogie board. Like if I get to awaken that and that fe- sense that we love our country and that America is important and we love the veterans that fight for our country every single day. And if we can come together over that and experience that love and experience all that comes with 4th of July and the, the nationalistic feeling that you know, whether we're any Democratic part, Democratic, Republican, whatever party we are, you know, we get to live here and we get to be free and we get to come together and we get to listen to music and we get to, you know, dance on gigantic Biden or Trump fucking inflatables and like bounce big bouncy balls and get flash tattoos and like eat hot dogs and all that fun stuff. Like that is worth it. These holidays are vehicles for this childhood wonderment to awaken in us again. So that's something that Burning Man's really taught me. And that's something that I get to pray that I get to do for the rest of my life. And if SantaCon can be a 100-year event that occurs in San Diego at Belmont Park, that's a dream come true for me. If Freedom Fest gets to happen every single year and it grows and grows and takes over super yachts on the ocean and then, you know, takes over the entire park and then the park next to Belmont and we just get to grow and experience that together, like... This is something that we can really get behind and bond in San Diego. And I'm just grateful that I get to awaken my community in this way. And I'm grateful that you guys care enough to like really understand what I'm doing and to be there and to party and rave and have the best time ever as as besties and family. And, you know, I've got everyone's back so deeply because everyone has my back and we're all mirrors. We all reflect off each other. And the more you can reflect light off somebody... I think it reflects right back onto you. And then when you have enough people doing that, there's like a light vortex that raises up through the sky and then we're like powered by God. You know what I mean? <laughs> Does that make sense? So to wrap this year two episode, bro, how was water man, muddy man, drowning woman, whatever. To wrap this, I just think it's a privilege to get to go out there and to rave with your best friends and to experience the primal mission that it is to be out there. Like, it just strips so much away, and it's so fucking rad. And, like, if you can go and if you can make it happen, in the meantime, while I don't have kids, while I'm very free, I can go and I can enjoy it. And, like, if you have the opportunity to do that, just go because enough people go that it's very special. If Elon Musk can go, you can go and you can love it. And like, it's just one of those things in life. Like I want to live an extraordinary life. So I want to be where all the best parties in the world are happening. And that means going to Burning Man. You just have to go. It's a rite of passage to an extraordinary life. I really believe that. Um, yeah, but it was, it was wild out there. Maybe I'll do another episode. I have a lot more stories to tell. Okay. Love you guys.